My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbecile, every secret twin. I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to a very special episode of Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host and I am your local telenovela lover friend who talks about telenovelas in her free time and makes a podcast out of it. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me today. Today I have a very special episode because it's just going to be me. We'll see how long I can ramble on about telenovelas, which if y'all know me or have been listening to the podcast, I always underestimate how passionate telenovelas make me. This recording is being live streamed on TikTok right now. We'll see if I'm able to hold on to it because last time I tried to live stream with Aranza did not work out because we got too distracted. So we'll see. So in this episode, as promised, I will be talking about the new Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Poyer telenovela called Vencer el Pasado, which hasn't premiered yet. I will be telling you all every single thing I know about it. But I'm also going to be talking to you all about a telenovela called El Dragón, which also stars Sebastián Rulli. It's a telenovela that I literally just binge-watched for no other reason than my personal enjoyment on Netflix over the last few weeks. I just finished it, and it made me cry, which, I mean, what doesn't? Um, but I really enjoyed it. And so I figured, why not talk to you all about it and give you, like, what I like and what I don't like about it. Lastly, I will also be answering any questions that I get from the TikTok viewers. So without further ado, let's get started. Before I get started on talking about the first telenovela on my list, just some quick announcements. If you aren't already, uh, go subscribe to my YouTube channel where I make even more telenovela content for you all. It's been a lot of fun making videos and if you have any suggestions on what kind of videos you want me to make, make sure to let me know. And also, as a reminder, I also have a sticker store. So if you're looking for telenovela-inspired stickers, those are available on my Etsy and links to everything, as always, is going to be in the show notes. Which, by the way, I've realized as I've been doing this that many of you may not know what the show notes are. And I'm always like, oh, this is available in the show notes, but y'all might not know what that is. So don't worry, I got you. So the show notes is basically the description. So if you listen to the podcast on Spotify. When you click on the episode, there's a little bit of a description where I write down like a little summary like, oh, in this episode, I talk about how Ruby went to prison and blah, 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 blah. And then if you click on the see more, because typically the descriptions are a little bit longer, you click on the see more and it'll show up all the links. And there I try to link up, like if I talked about a specific trailer of a telenovela or if I talked about my stickers or my Patreon, all the links are available there. So you can check that out. The last announcement, I guess, is that our next telenovela is Caer en Tentación. So next episode, I'm going to be back again. I am going to be having a guest and we're going to be talking about Caer en Tentación, which is a really 
super suspenseful telenovela. I feel like there's not a lot of telenovelas that are like this. The last thing to remind you all is that I do have a Patreon, so if you want bonus episodes, bonus content, and bonus stickers, uh, go subscribe to that. If you do not know, Patreon is a membership, monthly membership system that allows creators to uh, offer their listeners or their audience extra perks and you can sign up Uh, my lowest level is i believe five dollars and the highest one is twenty dollars so if you have a little bit of extra money to spend and you want more bonus content you can go check out my patreon if you don't no worries you can also support me by buying my stickers that helps a lot and so without further ado let's get started on this very special episode cue music just kidding there's no music all right so first of all Y'all, I have been obsessed with everything that has to do with Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Poyer's new telenovela, and that is Vencer el Pasado. And I've been following, I've been, I mean, I'm a follower of both Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Poyer, but I've been extra following them. Like, I have notifications on, so anytime they post something or if they go live, like, I am there. And that is because they are filming a new telenovela called Vencer el Pasado. If you're not familiar, Vencer el Pasado is part of the trilogy of telenovelas called the Vencer telenovelas produced by Rocio Campo. They include Vencer el Miedo, Vencer el Desamor, and now Vencer el Pasado. These telenovelas have four protagonists, all women, and they also deal with a lot of more modern day issues. So, this new Vencer telenovela stars the one, the only, Angelique Poyer, who we all know is Teresa from Teresa, which we just covered and we just finished covering that telenovela. It also has Erika Buenfil, who you might know from Amores Verdaderos. She's also very popular on TikTok, like they call her the queen of TikTok. And it also has... Aranza Ruiz and Ana Paula Martinez rounding up the protagonist's circle. And so from what I've gathered about this telenovela based on social media, and they have been releasing the promos, which by the way, let me talk about the promos for a bit because I posted um, one of the promos on TikTok and everyone kept being like, this is such a shitty promo for this telenovela and it makes it look not good. I agree. So I don't know if maybe it's just the style of how promos are made in Mexico or how Televisa or Las Estrellas makes their promos, but something about it doesn't capture the magic of telenovelas. And they're very like, oh, it's just, like this is so-and-so. They have this problem, and this is so-and-so, and they have that problem, etc., etc. So I'll put in the show notes a link to the trailer. And honestly, like, Looking at it, I I would still watch it just because Angelique Boyer is a queen and we love her, but it doesn't make me want to watch it. So again, what I've gathered from like my social media scavenger hunting is that this telenovela is it's going to deal with more modern day issues that all revolve around the use of internet and how social media can really affect a person's life, etc. So Angelique Boyer is going to be playing a scientist 
who when she was uh when she was younger and about to get married a video a private video of hers gets leaked online and her her boyfriend slash fiance leaves her and it really affects her career which she already struggles with because she's a woman scientist in a male-led in a male-led field industry and so she not only struggles because she's a woman but also because this very, very private private video of hers that she made is also out in the public and then another character she uses social media to paint herself as living this really luxurious and beautiful life but she no longer lives that lifestyle and she has a completely different lifestyle now and she's struggling with maintaining appearances another character um, Erika Buenfil's character they just say you know she had to deal with betrayal which I think means like her husband cheated on her but somehow it's going to be because of social media or social media is going to play a part in it and then we have the character of Aranza Ruiz who's this young woman who um similar in a similar case to Angelique Boyer private photos that she took for her boyfriend get publicly released by her boyfriend and her family kicks her out she's forced to flee home and all this stuff so again it's very modern issues and this telenovela is going to revolve around them now part of the reason that this telenovela has been generating so much buzz is well one it's part of a trilogy of telenovelas which were really popular i actually haven't seen them i've seen bits and pieces but i haven't um yeah i, I don't think i've i've actually finished any of the vencer telenovelas but it's part of a trilogy so that in itself is making it really you know intriguing for people and another reason why it's uh it's generating so much buzz is because it has a reunion of Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli. And y'all, so again, I have been following this telenovela since they were, since basically they confirmed that, oh, Rocio Campo is going to be releasing a new Vencer telenovela. Who might the protagonist be? Oh, we don't know. So I've been following this whole thing since then. And footage was released showing actors like going to auditions and doing their readings and everything. And two of the actors that kept popping up were Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli, who, if y'all remember, they're the protagonists of Teresa, which again, we just covered. But they've also done two other telenovelas together, including Lo que la vida me robó and Tres veces Ana. And they had said that after Tres veces Ana, that they weren't going to be in another telenovela together. They were basically like, we've done three telenovelas. We think that's enough. That's it for us. Mm-hmm. But y'all know, something that I talked about so much when we were doing the Teresa series was that the chemistry between Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli is truly undeniable. Like, those two together in a telenovela, it just works. It just works. Like, I don't know if that's science or what it is, but those two in any telenovela, they work. And not only that, but they're also very popular with audiences so once it was confirmed that they were both that they were both basically in negotiations to be in the telenovela, everyone started being like, "Oh my god, they're gonna be together again!" Yes, we just know. Finally, flash forward a few weeks later, they finally were like, "Okay, yes, this is our cast, and it includes Angelique Boyer and Sebastian Rulli." And then Angelique Boyer does a live, an Instagram live, and she's talking, and then someone asked her 
if her and Sebastián Rulli were going to be a couple in the telenovela. And then Angelique Boyer was like, no, no, you know, we're doing this project together, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be like the, a couple together in this telenovela. Like we just get to work together in another project, which is awesome and it's super cool for us. And so then everyone was like, oh, so Sebastián Rulli and you aren't going to be the main couple? Like, you know, that's that's a little odd. That's a little interesting. That's different. And then again, a few weeks later, what happens? A video gets released of behind the scenes of them shooting promos for Vencer el Pasado. And guess what, y'all? It's Angelique Poyer and Sebastián Rulli in character kissing for the camera. So I think I'm in the majority of the public where we're like, we know that y'all are going to be a couple. We just know. And they're trying to be like, no, actually, Sebastián Rulli is going to be the villain. And Angelique Boyer is going to be the protagonist with Horacio Pancheri, who's another actor also in the telenovela. But from what I've gathered from the promos is Horacio Pancheri was the boyfriend that she was going to get married to until the video of her got leaked online. And then he leaves her and then steals her life's work. And then she's forced to work with Sebastián Rulli's character, who's like, mm, I don't think she's up for it. I don't think she's like capable of doing this job with me. And so there's going to be some tension. So what I think is that they're going to have some enemies to lovers tension, where it's going to be rocky between them at first. Like they're both not going to like each other. But then slowly, through their love of science, they're going to fall in love and they're going to be together by the end. Because again, you do not waste the talent of Angelique Boyer and Sebastián Rulli. The chemistry between them, you just don't waste it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, those are those are just my thoughts. And that was a really <laughs> that was a really long rant. But in conclusion... I'm really excited about this new telenovela, Vencer el Pasado. It does have a premiere day. It's going to premiere in July, on July 12th, I believe. Actually, let me let me verify that real fast for you all. Yes, so it's set to premiere July 12th in Las Estrellas. It's probably going to premiere a few weeks later in, in the United States for Mex for Mexican, in the United States for American audiences. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I love I love that these are also all original telenovelas and original stories. So I'm excited. Anyway, um, hi, TikTok. So uh, if you're on TikTok and watching the stream, I am recording an episode of my podcast telenovelas con dulce if y'all have any questions um drop them down in the comments at the end once i finish talking about my topics i'll be reading the questions and answering them but thank you all for joining i see someone commented i love angelique boyer me too we love her i don't know what kind of magic that woman has that honestly she seems like the nicest human being and also just I don't know, just like a really lovely human being that you want to talk to and you want to you want to be friends with her. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but again, because like I'm a creeper when it comes to these telenovela actors, like I always see their um, their comments and like all the cast that's currently filming Vencer el Pasado, they have nothing but nice things to say about Angelique Boyer. 
Ah, oh, ojos coquetos commented she cries like an angel. First of all, ojos coquetos, shout out to you. I saw your re- the review you left on um on Apple Podcasts, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening, and I agree. She cries like a true angel. Like how? But yes, um, I think Vencer el Pasado might premiere either after Si Nos Dejan or Diseñando Tu Amor. Ooh, that's true. Sorry, slow reader XOXO commented that I think Vencer el Pasado might premiere after either Si Nos Dejan or Diseñando Tu Amor. Those are two telenovelas that are currently on Univision right now. I think you might be right. I think it, it'll probably come out after Diseñando Tu Amor because doesn't Diseñando Tu Amor have like the prime spot? And that's probably where, you know, they're going to place this because it has really big star potential. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that we get that soon. Also, y'all, I don't know. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've definitely talked about it on TikTok that I was obsessed with Diseñando Tu Amor and I felt like everyone was obsessed with it. And then I stopped watching it. And then I stopped hearing so much about it, but it might have just been because, you know, when you know about things, you see it everywhere. But then when you stop, you like stop seeing it. So I don't know if it's that or what happened. I still my intention is still to watch that telenovela because it was one of the new ones that I was really intrigued by. But I just haven't had time. It got bad for a month, to be honest. See, okay, so it's not just me. I felt like I was watching it. I was like, yes, yes, yes. You know, like seeing what shenanigans Nora is up to, like rooting for Valentina. I was really liking Claudio's character. And then I just stopped. But yeah, but I'll definitely, I'll definitely finish it because again, it's one of the telenovelas that I was like, ooh, they're doing something different here. Um, and then user 6282, a bunch of numbers. I'm sorry. I, I just see like a bunch of numbers. Um, they commented that Angelique Boyer pulls off any hair color. A thousand percent agree. Blonde, brunette. So I've never dyed my hair. Mine has always uh, been brown. But I'm like, I watched Angelique Boyer as a blonde. And I was like, maybe I can be a blonde too. But obviously I don't look like Angelique Boyer. So that was just... Not the smartest thinking on my part. And then Ojos Coquetos commented, I'm actually watching Abismo de Pasión with her, one of my favorites. Oh my God, Abismo de Pasión. Sorry, tangent a little bit. Um, Abismo de Pasión has one of my favorite intros ever. Like I still think about the scene in the intro where they all, the kids jump into the water and when they emerge, it's like they're all adults. It's such a cheesy transition that I feel like they do a lot in media, but I just love it. I don't know why. I just love it so much. Let's see. Slow Reader XOX commented, I think it's so cool that Angelique's character is a protag- is a biologist, sorry, because it's such a dominated male-dominated field. Yes. Okay. Yes. So going a little bit back to vencer el pasado. I don't know how I'm going to edit this. Honestly, at this point, this is just a conversation I'm having with you and TikTok. Just imagine that I'm sitting next to you drinking some chai latte and we're talking about telenovelas. I don't know. Think about it. But they said that they like that Angelique Boyer's character is a biologist because it's such a male-dominated field. A thousand percent agree. I did see a promo they did where they, uh, one of the characters from the other Vencer telenovelas, she's a radio host and she interviews Angelique Boyer's character, Renata. 
And she's like, oh, tell us about your work as a biologist. And then she answers it. And it was really cool. Like, I like how they're incorporating all these new characters into these old characters. And I just also really like the idea of a telenovela trilogy. Not to brag, but um, <laughs> I have thought about writing my own telenovela trilogy. No, I'm just kidding. It was going to be a play trilogy because I like writing and I've written a couple of plays. And I was like, in my head, this is all part of a series and they stand alone. But then together they form a part of a larger story. When will I finish them? No idea. But so shout out to Rocio Campo for this trilogy because it's i think it's really fun and then ojos coqueto said yes that intro and the song too solo un suspiro is the theme song for abismo de pasión and yes it is so so good and i like that we also have the singers singing it as yeah they're singing it together and you can see a little bit of a glimpse of the singers in the intro iconic we love to see it all right so so I know I said I wasn't going to answer questions or interact until the end of my segments, but you know me, I never follow through with what I say. I always change it up. So the second telenovela that I wanted to talk about with you all today on this episode is Sebastián Rulli's telenovela called El Dragón. So I know that the second season just ended on Las Estrellas in Mexico. Somehow I got I caught the bug of it and... Before I even started seeing the post of the actors posting about it, I was like, you know what I want to watch? I want to watch El Dragón again for like the third time. And so it just aligned. I just finished the telenovela yesterday or the day before. And in Mexico, in Las Estrellas, this telenovela ended like on Friday of last week. So basically, I caught up with the telenovela and I was binge watching this telenovela on Netflix. This telenovela is available on Netflix. Uh, it features Sebastián Rulli as Miguel, forgot his last name for a second, as Miguel Garza. Miguel Garza is the eldest brother of these two other characters, one named Chisca and Jorge. When they were kids, their parents who were involved in drug trafficking were targeted by a rival, in quotation marks, because at first we think it's a rival gang or cartel, and we later find out it's not. But they get targeted and killed, but the kids survive and are rescued. And then Miguel is sent to Japan for the rest of his childhood and well into his adulthood. And he, as he's sent to Japan, he grows up and he becomes a samurai warrior. And this is a part where I don't like because it's very cultural appropriation. Y'all, I obviously don't know the acting industry in Mexico as well as I know the one in the United States. But I just know that there are Asian Mexicans. I know that they exist. And so this telenovela, my biggest criticism of it is the the cultural appropriation that they do and the fact that there's some Japanese characters that are introduced that are not portrayed by actual Japanese actors. And so that was my biggest thing and also that they do a lot of like co-opting of like Japanese culture and all of a sudden Miguel is supposed to be like this great samurai. It's very much... Like if someone studied Imperial Japan or Ancient Japan and was like, yes, this is what Japan is like right now. And I could be completely wrong. But from what I've seen and what I've researched about Japan, 
yes, Japan has a, a really strong hold into its traditional roots, but it's also a very futuristic and very modern country. And so the fact that they completely ignore that part and all of a sudden, like, all these people, they're like samurais and they're warriors and they know the way of a warrior. It didn't rub me the right way. And so, yeah, so if you watch it, just be warned about that. And they also deal with a certain uh, storyline in a very wrong way, in my opinion. So this is a content warning for sexual assault. If you do not want to hear this part, I would skip forward for about three minutes. But one of the characters in this telenovela is raped by another one. And she is very clearly traumatized. And the telenovela at first is like handling her trauma and, you know, the trauma she experienced from it. And then completely abandons it. And the way it's the way it's dealt just totally rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not even gonna... Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna spend too much time talking about it. Just know that they do have that storyline and they don't handle it well at all. Now for the things I do like about the telenovela because I've watched it three times. So obviously there's stuff I like. One, I really love the cast. It's very like misfits. It's very uh, much found family so there's this group of characters that all work together and they're all very different and very eclectic and all very loners who find each other and then in work they bond and become friends and go on these crazy wacky adventures and and missions together but then also they're all dealing with drug trafficking and all this other stuff And so that's, you know, that's something that happens. Another reason I really do like this telenovela is because of the production and the sets. So it's very, it's a very international telenovela. Uh, we, it takes place in Mexico primarily, but it goes to Japan, it goes to Miami, it goes all over Europe, and it goes to like a Caribbean island. So it's, Yeah, the setting changes and it's it's pretty cool. I really like to see that. And what else do I like about the telenovela? Sebastián Rulli. Like, that's honestly, like, the reason I watched it is because Sebastián Rulli is a protagonist. And he was really... I really like him in this role. He also has short hair. Which, if you all remember, back when I recorded the Ruby episode, I hated Sebastián Rulli all the way up until he had short hair. And all of a sudden, I was like, this man, where have you been my whole life? So yeah, so it's a very much a biased opinion, but I really like him in El Dragón. He does a really great job. And except for the, the cultural appropriation thing aside, I think he... I think this is one of his best characters. And yeah, so I found myself just having that like having that play in the background for the past four weeks. And I finished season one and season two, which in total, it's about 88 episodes. And so, yeah, I finished that telenovela and it's available on Netflix. So if you all are interested in this telenovela, it's also one of the few telenovelas with English subtitles. So for all my non-Spanish speaking audiences, you can enjoy this. Go check it out. Oh, okay. Last thing about why I like this telenovela before I forget. The last reason why I really, really liked this telenovela was because of the protagonist, the female protagonist played by Renata Notni. Uh, she plays the character of Adela who falls in love with Miguel and whatever. But as opposed 
two other female protagonists, she actually has agency and she has like ambitions. Well, not so much ambitions, but she has like her own separate life. And she's very forward with Miguel. She's like, you know what, Miguel? Like, I like you. And I can see you flirting your way with all these other women. And I know that you like me too, but you're not acting on it. So what the hell? And um, she's very direct, very forward. And when Miguel is like, no, I can't be with you because, you know, of my darkness or whatever. She's like, fine, okay. And she actually dates. We see her date in the show. We see her also have a serious relationship with another character and that was that was good i hadn't actually seen that in another telenovela where the main character actually dates and falls in love and like has a life outside of the protagonist and adela does and i really enjoyed that and i think we need more of that in telenovelas so yeah so that's the last reason i like el dragon if you do not want spoil spoilers for the ending skip ahead for another minute but the ending is something that's very contradictory for many people because in the ending one of the most important main characters dies tragically and very like she did not need to die and that is the character of Renata Renata's character Adela which I just spent the last three minutes gassing her up about how much I loved her she dies she is killed and it is horrible and so there were like people who liked it because they're like okay this is different you know the two main the two main love interests don't end up together this is more realistic where life doesn't always work out like that and then there were other people who were like no 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 This is a telenovela. I signed up to watch this because I know that in the end they're going to be together. And they felt cheated. I go back and forth because I loved Adela as a character. I don't think she deserved to die the way she died. But I get why she had to die. But I also don't agree with the reasoning. Because she had to die because the character of Miguel was like his first love dies in the beginning and now he when he finally learned to love he loses the person he loves and he loses her because of of his ambition and he lets his ambition get the better of him at this point in the the telenovela like he had everything he had money he had the power like he could have just retired in his island and been happy but he decides to get revenge and that's ultimately the downfall and the person who suffers from it is adela the love of his life So I get it, but I also hate that it had to be in service of the development of a male character. So those are my three cents, I guess. But yeah, so in conclusion, El Dragón, the comfort telenovela that I didn't know I needed. All right, now before I end this episode, I am going to be going back on the comments and seeing if there's any questions or just talking with people. Someone commented... Who is your favorite male actor for Televisa? Two, currently. My all-time favorite is Fernando Colunga. And current favorite, because Fernando Colunga is no longer on Televisa, it'd be Sebastián Rulli, honestly. Have you watched any of the Turkish series? No, I haven't watched any Turkish telenovelas. They have been recommended to me. And actually... I just got a recommendation today about this one telenovela that's currently on Telemundo. It's a Turkish telenovela, but all I know is that it's very sad. And my coworker was telling me 
that she found herself crying hysterically and had to like basically compose herself and be like, why are you crying? This is a telenovela. This isn't real. It's called El Sai. And I may be mispronouncing it. Jast44 asked, are you watching Sino Zejas? No, I am not watching it uh, because I am behind on my telenovelas. That one, okay, so Sino Zehan, this is what I know from the trailers because I it was another one that was on my to-watch list. It's Mayrin Villanueva and Alexis Ayala, who also, by the way, if y'all don't know, they were together in Yo Amo Juan Querendon, but he was the antagonist, which I think he's also the antagonist in Sino Zehan. But in Sino Zehan, they play a married couple. He cheats on her. She finds out that he cheated on her, divorces him, and then she also like meets a new love interest who is a lot younger than her. That's what I know of it. It seems like very comedic in the promos. And yeah, I'll probably at least watch the first and last episode. I just know that that much about myself. Café con aroma de mujer is good. Tons of coffee talk. Very cheesy and I love it. Okay, yes, yes. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I only drink it when I want to feel fancy. But I love the aesthetic, like the coffee fields in Colombia and just even the title itself, Café con aroma de mujer. Like, what's cheesier than that? I love that. And the cheesiness, there's a reason I still go back to old telenovelas. Like, I love the cheesiness. All right, um, and then, but I recommend you watch El Sai or um, on this website, Turkish123, because in Telemundo, they changed it, like the music, and obviously it's in Spanish, but in the website, it's in Turkish with subtitles in English. Okay, all right, so basically, basically, I don't know how I'm going to edit the Q&A portion, because uh, like I said, I bounce a lot between topics, but... TikTok is telling you all, dear podcast listeners, that y'all need to watch Diseñando Tu Amor. Y'all need to watch El Sai. And if you watch El Sai, watch it in a website called Turkish123. Um, these are all available in English subtitles. So that's important for my non-Spanish speakers. And also watch Sinos Dejan. Basically, watch the new telenovelas. It looks like both Telemundo and Univision are producing really good telenovelas which makes me super excited so i think that that's the conclusion here so thank you listener for listening to this very special one-off episode of telenovelas con dulce i will be back again next week to talk about caer en tentación which i'm super excited about as a reminder if you want to be featured on the podcast all you have to do is send me a voice note recording of yourself a voice memo talking about whatever you want to talk about. So because I'm covering Caer en Tentación in the next few weeks, if you have any thoughts about Caer en Tentación, you can send me voice memos on Instagram. You can email that to me at telenovelascondulce at gmail.com. And all that information will also be available in the show notes. All right, friends. And that is it for this very special episode of Telenovelas con Dulce. Join me again next week where I will be talking about Caer en Tentación. I'm so excited to start covering that telenovela. That telenovela just has me hooked. And if you have any comments, don't forget to send them to me. Thank you all so much. Again, I am so happy that I have this podcast and I get to talk to you all about telenovelas. And if you like this episode, don't forget to leave me a review. I really love hearing your thoughts about the podcast. 
or anytime any one of you reaches out and says something about it or how you listen to it or how you didn't have anyone to talk about telenovelas with and you feel like I'm the person you get to talk to with, uh, that warms my heart a lot. And I agree. I am your telenovela friend through the mic. And yeah, uh, I always get mushy whenever I do one-off episodes, I feel like. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. I will see you again next week. Take care.